If you're like me, then you have had stress and anxiety in your life. Matter of fact, it might be in your life right now as you're listening to this podcast. Well, stay tuned. I'm Frank. This is Unconventional Wellness Radio. And on today's episode, I am going to talk to you about 10 natural anxiety busting methods that I use. And I want to share them with you. So stick around, Unconventional Wellness Radio, and we will talk to you very, very soon. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Unconventional Wellness Radio powerful and inspiring podcast set to revolutionize and disrupt healthcare. It's time to put you in the driver's seat and be the force of change necessary for the lifestyle you've always wanted. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Frank here. Um, oh, I just noticed that I still have these on. These are actually uh, kind of cool. These are those blue blocking types of lenses. So whenever I'm like working on the computer and stuff like that, I uh, try to wear these um they have like a yellow tint to them. It's a little takes a little a second to get used to them, but what's really cool about it is that uh, they're they're really great. If you're joining us on uh, Facebook, um, awesome! Uh, we're doing another simulcast. Uh, this is also going to be in uh, in correlation with my podcast that I'm doing. It's our weekly podcast. It's Unconventional Wellness Radio. So if you're listening to us on there, hello. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, if you're like me, you're pretty excited because college football season is essentially upon us again and uh even when we're even where we're at we got a little bit of cooler temperature so it's maybe time for that fall to start creeping its way in uh here shortly in the next couple of weeks and so we got a small preview of what uh what fall is going to be bringing but anyway we're here to talk today about 10 anxiety busting remedies that i want to recommend to you uh we are just so stressed out and so anxious and our society just, you know, it causes us to, to be so uptight and just go, 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 go. And people often don't have a chance to relax. And so, um, you know, really anxiety could be a symptom that you are having of, you know, a much deeper issue. Okay. And I'm not just talking about a mental health concern. It could also be something like, you know, uh, some various different uh, diagnoses are actually related to having um, issues with anxiety. You know, like high blood pressure can be a reason because uh, if you're having high blood pressure or, say, palpitations, um, that could be anxiety-causing, okay? Uh, issues with uh, different types of hormone problems, right? So, like, say you have, like, you know, uh, some sort of adrenal fatigue or hyper hypothyroidism that can cause anxiety. Um, you can have diabetes. Diabetes can actually cause uh, anxiety and stuff like that because that's sort of like a mel- metabolic problem, right? Um, autoimmune or chronic illness can actually cause it. Uh, just simple deficiencies in various different types of nutrients can cause it. And then, you know, stuff that we do, um, you know, more often than not when I was in the military, uh, people would combat sleeplessness with having heavy consumption of caffeine and cigarettes. And so what those things will do is those will always wreak havoc as well. People get more snacky, and they'll usually uh, go after those sugary uh, types of snacks and things like that, and that'll cause uh, anxiety issues as well. There are even uh, different types of medications. You know, if you're somebody who either yourself or one of your uh, close you know, family members or or friends has asthma, um, they might be using an asthma albuterol inhaler, and that may actually cause anxiety as well because um, the nervousness and 
all the agitation stuff like that that may come with using albuterol. There's different types of uh, birth control that may cause it. There's different types of like say uh, cold medicines, if you will. Uh, those may cause it as well. So the long story short is that if you're alive, we're going to have anxiety. And so what do we, what can we do about it? How can we actually get ourselves feeling better? Well. One of the things that I tell people immediately is to be very careful with social media. Now, I mean, I'm extremely grateful for social media because it's given me an opportunity to, you know, take what, what knowledge I have in here from the last 10 years and be able to actually tell you about it, you know, through things that I have been doing and stuff like that. And so I'm super grateful for social media, but I try to use it as a blessing rather than a curse. A lot of us will grab our, you know, different devices or whatnot and we'll kind of do that you know, we kind of are, are, are just a, you know, just a passive kind of scroller on Facebook and stuff like that. And the only problem is, is that if we don't monitor what Facebook allows, oh, this brings me less stress too, is this wonderful woman right here in my life. But anyway, uh, it was a picture of my wife on my phone for you guys that are listening on the, on the podcast. But anyway, so um, yeah, so these these images and things that are going on in the world and and things like that those may be bringing it you might have a you might have a friend that's on facebook that might be posting negative things and stuff like that and so that also could be something that just you know really sets you off right <clears throat> you could be having an okay day and like all of a sudden you know uh, somebody who you may not even know posted a video that ended up on your news feed and that can be something that can cause a lot of anxiety for you because it might be something that brings up a traumatic event for you that happened maybe a decade ago. And so needless to say is that like social media, put it in its place, use it for the benefit and the absolute amazing techno technological connecting piece that it is. But of course, with that also being said, you know, keep it in its place, learn that the unfollow button is a really, really awesome thing and use it to the advantage that you want to use it for. So that's my only little piece on social media. Then last thing that we want to talk about is our HPA, okay? HPA, access inside of the body, is a regulator. It's a neuroendocrine regulator that we have. We all have it. And what it stands for is it stands for the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis, okay? And that's a big fancy way of saying in the brainstem, is the hypothalamus, right ahead of it is the pituitary gland. These two glands work synchronously in order to help eventually create hormones that go down to the kidneys and activate the kidneys. And if without an HPA axis, we wouldn't have our, our thing that we may know commonly as the fight or flight response, right? The thing is, though, is that since we live in such a stressful, anxious environment with just how it is sort of like here in America, we have a chronic activation of that HPA access, whether it be through stress and anxiety or even other different types of hormone disruption, we might actually have a perception of always being awake and activated, is that, if that makes sense. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, unfortunately, that can lead to burnout, right? Because if we leave something on for too long, we can actually have a lot of issues. Uh, by the way, for everybody that's joining me on Facebook Live, hello, how are you? Make yourself known, say hi. Um, give me a wave or just let me know who you are. Uh, anyway, when we look at chronic activation of the HPA axis, like I said, it can cause a myriad of a bunch of different types of symptoms. And so those symptoms may cause us to feel anxious and those symptoms may cause us to feel very um, 
you know, very activated in, in scientific terms. We look at a, it's a massive sympathetic response, whether we're fighting or flighting, it's a massive sympathetic response, right? Pupils get dilated, heart rate goes up, breathing becomes more uh, shallow and things like that. And so these are typical symptoms that one would experience if they also have anxiety. And so it's very important to center our sympathetic nervous system by a parasympathetic response. Uh, because we have an autonomic nervous system. It's something that I like to, you know, how I remembered in school is that it's automatic. And I'm so grateful that we have an autonomic nervous system that's automatic because that means I don't have to worry about, you know, things like breathing or my heart rate. Because if I had to focus on that with all these other things I got going on, I would die before I even had a chance to wake up in the morning, okay? Um, so it's really wonderful to have this autonomic nervous system, which breaks down into those two branches. We have a sympathetic side and a parasympathetic side. So sympathetic is your fight or flight. Parasympathetic, the way that I remember that in school and the way that a lot of people remember it in medical schools or physician assistant schools or what have you, um, we learn it as rest and digest. And so we need to be able to find that great balance of activation of the sympathetic nervous system, but then to be able to activate the parasympathetic nervous system at the times that we want to relax in order to be able to keep things at a happy medium, right? And so the, the thing is, is that a lot of these different tricks that I want to give you are going to be focusing a little bit on that parasympathetic nervous system and how can we activate that better in order to be able to get that response back toward anxiety. That way we don't have that chronic overstimulation and those chronic symptoms related to anxiety. If that, does that all make sense? I hope. All right. So here are those tips that I want to give you, and there's 10 of them. So write them down, re-listen to this podcast if you need to, in order to really be able to understand what this is all about, okay? And oh, by the way, I'm going to say this at the beginning of the podcast too, I'll just do a quick run-in, but I am going to extend my giveaway for two more weeks. The reason why is because um, I think that we weren't reaching as many people as we are now. And so I really want to give the opportunity for this really great giveaway that I'm going to do um, where all you've got to do is go onto my podcast and um, give me a review. Make sure that you, <coughs> excuse me, share it with someone. And then also give me any questions that you happen to have about what you want me to do for a future podcast, as well as uh, Facebook live content in order to really continue to help bring my bring my stuff to you guys, you know what I mean? Meet you where you're at. And so bring those questions. So once again, leave a rating and review. Uh, send somebody else this podcast or this Facebook Live. And then third is to make sure that you um, give me questions, okay? And give me questions, give me advice on different things that you would like me to talk about on the podcast and on my Facebook Lives. And so anyway, I promise I won't hold that off anymore. I just had to do a quick little plug. I apologize. But let's move on to these 10 anxiety-busting natural remedies, okay? The first and foremost is uh, you want to practice some form of meditation breathing, or some focused uh, prayer, right? So like whatever you uh, practice, I want to make sure that you are looking at ways to help bring natural relaxation to the table, okay? You want to practice, practice any one of those or a myriad of those. I meditate I pray, I do breathing exercises. Why? It helps center me, it helps bring me back down, and it helps me really just be aware of what is going on during my day in order to be able to really combat 
anxiety or stress, I should say, before I can internalize it at, as anxiety. And so uh, one of the things that I do every single day is I have a very simple aspect of my prayer that I add. And what that is, is I just simply say, please allow me to be the best version of me that I possibly can be today. That doesn't mean that I need to be perfect. I don't need to be like this superhero, right? If I am experiencing my own suffering or anxieties or stresses or whatever, I'm just simply asking, can I be the best version of myself that I possibly can be today, okay? And what I also do is I also look for ways that I can help others, okay? So every day I wake up and say, please put somebody in my life Two people that I can do something good for, whether it be hold a door, shake a hand, say hello, buy a coffee, whatever. I'm looking for a way that I can put a small period of joy in somebody else's life, okay? So that's my first tip. Second tip, oxytocin. Oxytocin might be one that my pregnant ladies may recognize. Uh, it's the, it is the one of the hormones that's responsible for helping with labor, okay? It's the one that, like, you know, uh, women will naturally create when, when they're getting ready to have or ready to have their baby. It's the one that's pushing. But did you know that it's also a, an amazing multifaceted hormone that also helps with bonding? It is known also as the hormone of love. Okay, um, there are some sexual things that are related to oxytocin in terms of the metabolism as well as uh, the function of the of the uh, system for the reproductive system and things like that. But it's also phenomenal at being able to reduce stress and anxiety in the human body. And guess what you can do today that will allow you to release some oxytocin? Give someone a hug. Find a significant other, find a friend, find a dog, find a cat, someone, and give them a hug. Make it last. Make it like a 15-second non-awkward hug, okay? 15 seconds, 20 seconds, make it an amazing hug, okay? Or just ask somebody you feel comfortable around and just say, can I give you a hug? May I please just have a hug? And that will naturally release oxytocin, which is a wonderful anxiety uh, fighter. Okay. The next thing is get outside, right? Be exposed to sunlight, get outside, take a breath, go and relax in nature. It is a wonderful way of being able to combat anxiety. Okay. Get outside, get natural light, get your vitamin D levels up and experience anxiety, natural anxiety relief at its finest. Okay. Number four, consider the use of different types of essential oils. I love lavender. Um, it's a wonderful essential oil for being able to bring on feelings of relaxation. Uh, the linalol, L-I-N-A-L-O-O-L, is a component inside of lavender essential oil that does help relax, okay, blood vessels and things like that. So it's really, really wonderful to be able to do that. Another thing that I've also uh, used in the past is something called L-theanine. That is a an amino acid that is found predominantly more so in like green tea. You can find it in a bunch of different things, but I really try to find it in my green tea. I like green tea because has a little bit of caffeine in it, but not so bad at all. But really the biggest thing it has in it is L-theanine. And L-theanine is really great for helping to reduce those feelings of stress and anxiety as well, okay? Um, it, with that also goes number five. So number four and number five are kind of interrelated with the L-theanine. Watch your caffeine intake, okay? If you're having like a cup of coffee, well, first of all, if you're like a lot of those 
providers that I used to go to school with, they would carry their coffees in like something like this. So welcome, you're welcome, Yeti, for the quick plug. But uh, but they would carry their coffee in containers like this because not only does it keep their coffee hot, but they can just consume massive quantities of it throughout the morning, okay? <clears throat> the thing about that is is that a lot of people use these containers throughout the day. Um, they also, you know, drink lots of energy drinks and do a lot of those uh, different types of energy shots that you can do and things like that. The long story short is that the more caffeine you have, there is benefit to caffeine. That is written in medical literature. But the thing is, is that caffeine later on in the day is just going to keep you awake. And when you get lack of good restful sleep, it's going to increase your anxiety and stress for the next day. Okay. And it, it has a cumulative effect. And so then you follow this, this spiral of I'm sleepy. So I need my caffeine throughout the day to help keep me awake. I might get this like excessive daytime sleepiness as well. I need more caffeine. And then I go to sleep and I'm wired in caffeine and I can't get to sleep. And so therefore, I'm going to just repeat the process over and over and over again. So watch your caffeine. The, a good swap for having lots of caffeine, have some tea in the afternoon, okay? It could be a, it could be a chamomile tea, uh, something with L-theanine like I talked about with green tea, really great as a coffee substitute to help relax and promote wakefulness, but yet a good wakefulness that you're going to be nice and relaxed. Um, number six is alcohol, okay? Don't drink alcohol to to to, to you know, reduce stress and anxiety, but maybe alcohol is causing you to be stressed out. A lot of people turn to the bottle when they're, when they have stress and anxiety and the, the long-term effects of alcohol, we all understand. And so what I would offer to you is like, maybe challenge yourself. I think it was back in February of this past year, um, because of all of the, uh, cele- or all the, uh, uh, all of the celebrations that go on at the end of the year with Christmas and all that sort of stuff, people wanted to take an entire sober month. And it was actually one of uh, a challenge to take an entire sober month. I believe it was either the month of January or the month of February this year, and a lot of people participated. And so I would offer that same to you is consider not drinking alcohol for an entire month. See how you feel at the end of that, okay? Uh, that would be a really good thing. So watch your alcohol level. Some alcohol is okay but excessive drinking can actually cause anxiety, okay? Number seven, cut out refined sugar, okay? Refined sugar does release some of those feel-good hormones in the body. The problem is is that they actually become pretty addictive themselves, and so people will actually end up having sugar because they want to have that feel-good, so they're like sort of naturally medicating, medicating with refined sugars. And so you want to cut out refined sugar, have more protein, have more vegetables, eat a more sensible diet, because that will help balance your hormones in a much better way, okay? So cut out excessive sugars. Number eight is consider using um, some sort of like a magnesium uh, in the evenings, okay? You can do a topical magnesium. I myself, I use a magnesium supplement. Uh, Make sure you get your blood test. I'm always an advocate of doing blood tests uh, if you uh, want to make sure that your magnesium levels are going to be okay. But maybe just use topical magnesium, and it does a really great job of helping relax the body at night, okay? So that's one thing. Another tip for uh, number eight is consider using like a hemp oil, okay? Um, Something that has uh, natural cannabinoids in it, uh, lots of really great terpenes that are really great for relaxation. You can use those sorts of things, People will promote um, when they use those. They have a sense of relaxation when they use uh, a hemp or a, a oil like that. Okay, so that's number eight. Number nine. Um, not only in addition to, to doing the right types of exercise for your body, maybe consider doing some yoga. <laughs> Excuse me, a half hour to an hour of yoga 
has been really great to help improve mindfulness, relaxation, body-centeredness, all of those really great health benefits that you can get from yoga. Maybe do yoga half hour to an hour a day. Not only will you get a great exercise, but you'll also improve your sense of balance and you'll really help balance your body and your mood. So yoga is something that you can really do as well. And then very last, but certainly not least, create community, okay? Have people around you that you can talk to. Um, I've got somebody who is in my uh, kind of circle, if you will, that uh, I don't have any advice for them. Like I, there, there are situations that they have been through and that they're currently going through. I have no clue what to even remotely tell them uh, in terms of advice. You know what? That's hard because I have always been a fixer of sorts, okay? But the fact is, is that I told this person, just simply if you need to call me and I'll just listen. Like you can just externally process things and I'll just listen. And, and, you know, honestly, I'm hoping that that can provide continued benefit for you guys because, you know, if you don't even have the answers, you don't have to give advice. Like we all try to be a bit of a problem solver, right? But sometimes just simply being there for someone in that moment, if they're going through something good, bad, or indifferent, just be there for them, okay? And by investing in others, we receive the joy of knowing that we have improved the life of someone else. And so um, I urge urge you just simply just do that just have a just have a, uh, a a conversation create community find friends find people with uh, other interests and and really be able to invest in the lives of others because that right there is like the secret sauce to a lot of the things that I've been able to do is find like-minded individuals that I share common interests with and create a community and that's what you guys are all doing here with me is that by being on my unconventional wellness tribe you have started to create that community. So I want you guys to talk to one another, get to know one another, and be able to interface in such a way that you you know that you're here and that you're being loved. Because as long as you've got a heartbeat and you breathe, you are you are a part of our group and we love to have you, okay? Um, we have broken people. We have imperfect people. We have people who need help. That's what we're all here for. And so create community, find like-minded individuals and really be a part of a tribe because that's what it's all about. So that was it. That was my list of 10 things that you can do naturally right now to get yourself some anxiety relief. And so if this uh, content is good for you, give me likes. Uh, make sure you turn on notifications if you're catching me on Facebook. Join my Facebook group. That way you can see my face that probably should have just been designed for radio. Um, but come check it out. Uh, it's UW, so capital U, capital W with Frank. Uh, if you just search that in uh, in Facebook, you should bring my page up, Unconventional Wellness with Frank Ritz. And, uh, and like I said, I love doing this for you guys. I hope you have a very fabulous week. Um, leave me a rating, leave me a review, share this with somebody else, get yourself uh, entered automatically for my free giveaway that I will now do in a couple of weeks, okay? And so um, I hope that you have a very blessed and happy week. Um, let me know what you've got for questions. And, uh, and yeah, until next time, uh, I'm Frank, and this is Unconventional Wellness, and I hope that you have a very, very wonderful week. Take care now, everybody.